Hi, I'm Sherry Johnson, and you are about to discover how to embrace your life as a childless woman who wanted to have a family and never could. This is where we combine mindset shifting tools with practical tips so you can break free of outdated societal norms that condition us all to believe that women without kids just don't measure up to the moms. It's where we take action on processing grief and accelerating the healing journey so you can feel free. When childless women awaken their self-worth, they transform from hopeless and inadequate to worthy, accepting, and purposeful. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of light bulb moments that will shift your perspective as a childless woman about yourself, about your innate power to change yourself, your future, and maybe even the world we live in. If that's what you want, then keep on listening. Welcome. I am so glad that you're here. Thank you for listening. I want to talk about something today that might feel a little bit confronting to you. And we're going to talk about venting, venting and getting things off your chest. What I noticed when I first started my journey, when I first realized that I was never going to have children, it didn't even occur to me to get into an online support group. But I did a little bit later, sought some out and, and very quickly disengaged because what I saw in there was a lot of women posting scenarios where they felt hurt and they felt that they needed to get something off their chest. They were venting about how someone had wronged them, had said the wrong thing, had not done the right thing, whatever it was said something inappropriate or or insen- or seemingly insensitive and i noticed that that was actually not helping them they might have thought so in the moment but in the long run it doesn't actually help and in, in fact it's even counterproductive to your healing journey so that's what i really want to talk about today Stick with me if if this re- this is resonating for you. Getting things off your chest, venting about who has said something insensitive or inappropriate, and especially posting about it in an online support group can actually be more hindering, can do more harm than good. And on top of it, it's actually doing your fellow childless women a disservice. Now, let me explain before I go any further. I want to say that this is what we all do. It's human nature to complain or to vent when we feel that someone has wronged us. I used to do it too. In fact, I'm not perfect. I I still catch myself doing it from time to time. This episode, this chat, what you're going to learn today, this is not about judgment. It's about showing you a new way of looking at this and a way that's going to potentially change everything for you. So what I would really love is if you came to this episode with an open heart. Your brain is going to try to keep you safe and defend the way that you've been doing things and maybe maybe the things you've already done. And I invite you just to put that aside just for the next few minutes during the length of this podcast. So let's first just unpack this whole notion of get this off my chest. That expression uses the chest 
to represent the emotional center. It's the heart center. And getting something off your chest means you want to unload something from the heart. And that expression was actually originally used to make a confession or to say something in order to get it off your conscience. And the way to do that is actually to confess or to say your piece to the person who might actually be able to work it out with you. So, you know, in in the scenarios I described earlier, somebody has said something insensitive, really getting it off your chest would mean talking to the person who said it. Venting, on the other hand, is, is not actually getting things off your chest. It's just airing dirty laundry. It's airing an angry emotion that you feel you need to air. And I want to talk about actually what happens when you do that. So instead of actually getting our pain or hurt off of our chest, we end up saying our piece to people who, who might understand how we feel. That's our first that's our first notion. And it's not just, again, it's not just childless women who do this. I do it even, you know, if something goes wrong at work and, and I'm annoyed with one of my colleagues, I'll vent to my husband because I think he's going to understand. Most of the time he doesn't. So he's probably not the right person to uh, to validate my feelings. But that's what we try to do. We, we go to the people who we think might understand how we feel we, we go to other childless women who may have even experienced it before or something similar. And then we expect those people to justify for us that we're in the right. So it's not a confession at all. It's not something that's weighing on our conscience. It's a judgment of someone else. It's a judgment on them that they've said something wrong. And the, what I liken this to is, is actually being in a courtroom, placing or, or casting judgment. Let's say an abuse case, whether it's violent abuse, sexual abuse, whatever the case may be. The victim gathers a team of lawyers. They gather witnesses. They gather around like all the people who will validate that victimhood, that position, that stance. And what happens when a victim gathers witnesses? Those witnesses have taken a side. They get on board, they invest in the victim's stance and they might even get fired up. And it feels good for a moment. All these people who are saying that I'm right, they understand. And that feels good for a moment. But I think you know what happens at the end of most court cases, especially the ones that involve abuse. Even when they win, the victim still goes home with the same pain. And that's what happens when you vent. You might get all the childless women in the Facebook group or the online support group on your side. They're all going to say, oh, that's happened to me too. I can't stand it when people say that. I can't stand it when people think that. Oh, you're so right. But then you leave the support group and you still feel just as much pain. You might have felt a momentary connection, which I'm going to talk about in a minute a momentary connection with those other women who, who spoke up and validated what you're feeling. But it goes away very quickly. Brene Brown calls this common enemy intimacy. And it's not actually true connection in her view. 
in our context here, you connect with other childless women and the common enemy is the people who ask the inappropriate questions and say the insensitive things. And so you feel a momentary sense of connection or sense of intimacy with them because you have this common enemy, but it's not actually true connection. Now let's break down what actually happens when you engage in this kind of behavior, this kind of venting. I really want to slow things down here so that you can really pay attention to what exactly happens at each step along the way. So let's say someone says something or does something that makes you feel excluded, inadequate, flawed, somehow less than them as a mother. They use that language even as a mother. You become angry, you react, you're hurt, you're annoyed, you're angry. And here's where I want to really slow things down. When you tell someone else about what happened, who do you go to first? In any situation, not even just this situation, in any situation, you go to the person you think will relate. And why is that? Because you want someone to validate that you are in the right. You also want someone to validate that you're in pain and that's okay. That's, that's healing. That's part of why we do this. But you also want someone to validate that you're in the right and that other person wronged you somehow. That other person's in the wrong. What happens when you share your story? So you might even put yourself in the other, on the other side of this and imagine that you are a childless friend of someone who is venting to you. Your brain automatically scans all of your experiences to find one that's similar. So all the women in the Facebook group or all the women in this online support group, they're going to scan all of their experiences to find one that's similar to yours. And she's going to dredge up that experience and share it. Or at least, at the very least, she'll say, yes, something similar has happened to me. It feels awful. And for a moment, you both feel understood and heard, validated, and self-righteous in your judgment. And so what happens to the other women in the group or the person that you're talking to, she's going to recall her own version of your story in her own mind. And she's going to get angry for you and all the anger she felt during her experience will also resurface. And then you both leave the group, you close your computer, you walk away, whatever it is, you go home, still feeling the same anger or annoyance at whoever said the wrong thing. You might even go home and tell somebody else about it. And you'll just keep telling people until, well, until it fades to the back of your mind. But as soon as somebody else says something similar, then it resurfaces again. So instead of really getting it off your chest, you're still stuck with your pain. And you've reminded your childless friend of the pain that she's still carrying as well. Hopefully that all made sense. At this point, you might be thinking, well, what the heck do I do about this massive urge to share when I feel that I've been hurt or wronged? Because that's, that's how we feel. There's this huge desire, this urge to tell somebody about it. And the short answer is that you need to take action to heal the underlying wound. So venting is like, here's another analogy for you. Venting is like having a sprained ankle. 
and then running around on that ankle, telling everyone else who's had a sprained ankle that you're in pain. They'll all say, yes, sprained ankles hurt, especially when you keep running around on it. What you need to do is stop, wrap it in a tensor bandage, do some physiotherapy, rub in some Arnica or maybe some anti-inflammatory cream. You need to care for yourself and to heal the wound. And that's what you need to actually do with that anger. What that anger is telling you is that there is still something to heal. It's really counterintuitive, but you need to go internally and heal the emotional wounds inside of you. And that's what's really going to make your heart feel lighter. If you're ready to take action towards healing your wounds, I invite you to download my free PDF, Five Secrets to Embracing Your Child-Free Life. And in that PDF, you're going to find out two other mistakes besides venting that, that most childless women make and how to avoid them. So if you would like to get your hands on that, just go to sherryjohnson.ca slash secrets slash sherry is S-H-E-R-I johnson.ca slash secrets slash and yeah go ahead and download that and if you found some value in this episode i would love it if you left me a rating or a review or hit the follow button wherever you're listening to your podcasts and i'll see you in the next episode